How's it going? Charles Botenson here. We're going to be talking about something that's real. Talking about something that affects us in one way or another, which is addiction. Addiction is one of the biggest things that affects us. We're addicted to something. You know, addiction could come in many forms. It could come in quote-unquote habits. It could come in uh, how you see the world, how often you do something. And I'm talking about addictions to food, to TV, to exercising or not exercising, to good food or bad food, to calling for business or not calling for business, waking up late, not waking up late, waking up early or not waking up early. You know, it's one of those things that you already have a routine. You're in a routine right now. The question that you ask yourself is, does this routine serve me? Is this actually bringing me closer to where I want to go? Is there any progress? As Tony Robbins says, progress is happiness. If there is no progress, you are not happy. It's simple as that. If you don't see yourself losing weight, if you don't see yourself, if your business is not growing, if your relationship is not growing, if your wealth is not growing, you start to question the things you're doing. And then you become unhappy because you say, well, I thought I'd be wealthier. I thought I'd be thinner. I thought I'd be healthier. I thought I'd be happier. I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought. So there's many different points to this. Number one is we have to look at the fact that you you are outcome-oriented, which is good, but it's also bad. So you need an outcome. You need an aim. You need a vision. You need something that you're actually going towards. This is different because that's a long-term vision, which is good. What you don't need is an immediate outcome. When you call in for business and you don't get someone to say yes, you, you, you think, quote unquote, it's a rejection. You know what? Maybe they already have what you're, you're trying to sell them. So there's short-term thinking where you, where you just consistently need to go to the gym. You consistently need to call on for business, eat right, wake up early, meditate, whatever, whatever path you're on. Study, read books, you know, go to networking events, put out content. Whatever you need to do to go where you need to go you have to do that consistently. If you have an outcome, if you're outcome oriented on the short term, you're going to be miserable because you're going to say, "Why am I not thinner? Why am I not smarter? Why am I not wealthier? Why is why why is my following not bigger?" However, you need to be outcome oriented on the long term. This is how much money I want to build. This is the business I want to build. This is the body I want to have. This is the amount of wealth I want to have. So, how does that have to do with addiction? So, first of all, addiction. In most people's lives, I would say 90 to 95% of people's lives, their life, they're addicted to the wrong things. Because I've said it multiple times is that life is so easy right now. We literally can on our phone, and yes, I understand there's individual problems and concerns and everything else. I'm talking about even 100 years ago. We can literally, on our phone, regardless of where we are in the United States or where you are in the city, whatever city you're in, order food or get fresh water. Or if something happens, go to a hospital. That wasn't around 100 years ago, 50 years ago, you know, 50, 20 years ago. On your phone, you can get exactly what you want immediately. Shelter, health care, food, water, whatever you need. All right? So... The reason that we are addicted to bad things is because life is so easy on everything else. All right? So I could talk about that in another podcast. But in today, the reason that 
addiction is so real is because it's so easy to be addicted to alcohol, to waking up late, to uh, just staying alive. In other words, you're coping and not thriving. So you're addicted to the bad things. And then five years into that, you're like, holy shit, I am nowhere near towards the goal that I actually want to have. I am nowhere near where I want to be. So you start looking for areas to change, but on the micro level, you have to think abundance. You have to literally, from the top down, look at your life, every single decision. What time do I wake up? Do I go to the gym? What do I do when I first wake up? Do I go on my cell phone? Do I start answering emails? Do I call for business? Do I not call for business? Am I eating healthy? Am I saying I love you? Am I reading enough? Like you, from your daily, like I do this all the time. And I'm not a saint. I am far from it. But I'm questioning the bad decisions that I make. I, I'm questioning my daily decisions. I'm questioning the minute-by-minute decisions that I'm making. I'm saying, is this bringing me on the path to success? Is this bringing me on the vision that I have for myself? And if it's no, I have to eliminate it. I'll give you an example. Dunkin' Donuts. I was obsessed. Every single day, I'd go in and get a donut or two. Or two. Or three. And it was like, what the hell are you doing, bro? When I fixed that, literally everything changed in my life. I started going to the gym. I was happier. I started calling on for business. Like literally that one decision flipped my entire life around. So there's something in your life that you could do. Wake up earlier, go to the gym, eat right, take something out of your life, say drinking at night. Like I I have a two drink maximum on weekdays. I'm on a date or I'm not on a date in other words, I don't come home and drink by myself. What I'm saying is if I'm on a date, two drink maximum, got to be in bed by 10, that's it. You know, you're not changing it. Sorry, fantastic. I know, we'll see each other again. If I'm at a networking event, two drink maximum, and I, I leave and I'm in bed by 10. That's just my rules. The reason being is that nothing miraculous is going to change where I want to go, which is business and success is my number one priority. Listen, in the future, it could be my health. In the future, it could be my relationship, my kids, my wife, my family, my parents. I don't know. But right now, my focus is business. So look at your life. What is your focus? Where do you want to go? And from the top down, what are you doing on a day-to-day basis? Like, what can you do? What can you eliminate? When, what can you start doing? Like, it, it, it's really not rocket science. It's just actually doing it. That's the biggest thing is that Kobe, if Kobe wrote a book, he's like, I arrived before practice, I hustled my ass during practice, and I stayed later than anyone else, and I watched the film. I guarantee he would say that. But on top of that, he would say, I ate right, I didn't drink, I didn't party, uh, basketball was my priority. I also, you know, learned on this on the outside of the team that I was playing in in the finals or in the playoffs or the next game or or the opponent I was going to face. Like what he did, bullet, bullet by bullet, bullet by bullet. In other words, like I woke up at this time, then I did this, then I did this, then I. You'd be like, oh, that's it. But the difference is that he did it consistently. Michael Phelps came out with a book. I think it's called No Limits, maybe. I probably might have the um, 
top, uh, the name of the book wrong. But he had a mantra, no days off. No days off. Swimming only. That's all we did. Mike, Michael Phelps. Unbelievable. Probably the best ever. You know, Mark Spitz and then Michael Phelps. I don't know. I'm not into the swimming world, but I'm assuming by gold medals, I think uh, Michael Phelps has it. But he didn't take any days off. Birthdays. You're sick. Holidays. Fourth of July. Christmas. New Year's. It doesn't matter. He was there in the pool. Meet at the pool. That was his mantra. See you at the pool. I think that was literally his mantra was, see you at the pool. And, and that has to be it for you. Is like, see you in the morning. I'm making calls. Uh, I, I forgot the, the CEO I was just listening to. He said, I have the most predictable schedule on earth. And that's what I want to have as well, is 5.15, I wake up. Uh, 5.45, I'm, down, I'm meditating. 6 o'clock, I'm doing my incantations. 6.30, I leave for the gym. I'm at work by 8. I'm making phone calls by 9. Until around 11.15, then I go for lunch. He has the most predictable schedule. But guess what? When you do that every single day, when you do that for weeks, months, years, you start seeing all of that. I just made a video about patience. You know, Patience isn't like one of those things. You should be impatient on tasks that you need to do. Impatient on the results of those tasks. In other words, have a vision that you're patient about. I want to build a big following. I want a New York Times bestseller. I want to buy a professional sports team like Gary Vaynerchuk, the New York Jets. He wants to buy the New York Jets. You know, be patient on that because that's a big freaking goal, but be impatient on the tasks you need to do today. That's really what it boils down to. You know, I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm just going to consistently say the things. And trust me, I'm not a saint, but... I question all the things in my life and I say, is this bringing me close, closer to my health goal, to my mental goal, to my energy goal, to my enthusiasm goal, to my wealth goal, to my business goal? Like everything I do and that's what you need to do. So when it comes down to addiction, you are addicted to something. You're addicted to a lot of things actually. TV, alcohol, maybe smoking, maybe waking up late, maybe not calling for business, maybe laziness. I don't know. You're addicted to something. The biggest thing is, how do you get off addiction? Number one, as it is in Alcohol Anonymous, AA, you have to be self-aware, as Gary Vaynerchuk says. You have to be self-aware and admit that you have a problem. That's step number one in AA. Admit you have a problem. Admit you're addicted to TV, reality TV, to being lazy, to not working out, to whatever. Whatever you're addicted to, you have to recognize, you know what? I have a problem. I need to fix this. This is my focal point. This is what I need to change in my life. So that's step number one. Step number two is you have to replace it. You can't just eliminate it. You know, people that stop smoking, they go right back into smoking because they go back into a bar scene. They have a couple of drinks and then they go outside and they, they bum a cigarette and then they start smoking again. You know, you have to replace it with something. So one of my friends, he replaced it with having uh, a lollipop or a straw, something that he, his mind said, okay, you know what? There's something in my mouth in this social scene. It's not, not a cigarette. It's a straw or a lollipop or whatever. Chew on something, you know, a, some kind of, you know, whatever. I don't know. Think of something, but you have to replace it. So perfect example before I said about Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts, I was addicted to. 
I was addicted to the sugar. I was addicted to the actual donuts. I wasn't addicted to coffee or anything else but the donuts. So what did I replace it with? Another coffee shop, but that coffee shop had a healthy choice in the morning. It was this like fiber kind of, I don't know, healthy veggie kind of concoction. So yes, it was more expensive. Actually, you know what? It averaged, averaged that around the same price. But the biggest thing is you have to replace it. So number one is recognize you have a problem. I recognize, listen, Charles, you got a sugar problem. You got, you got an addiction to sugar, to Dunkin' Donuts, to donuts. You got to replace it with something. So if you're bored and that's when you go out and you get a Coca-Cola or you're bored, you know, you have to replace the Coca-Cola with unsweetened iced tea or replace that coffee addiction with, you know, iced tea or water or going out to socialize, or just getting up to stretch, move around, something. You have to replace it. And number four is, like, or number three, whatever it is, whatever step I'm on, three I think it is, you have to do it consistently. You have to do it consistently. You will, you will be challenged. There's no like, I replaced it and I'm good. No, you had a habit. You had an addiction. You had an issue you replaced it, you will still have cravings for it. You will still have cravings for it. You just need to occupy your time when that addiction comes up with something outside of that addiction. So really, that's what an addiction is, is when you have free time, you have to fill that time. So you either fill it with social media, reality TV, alcohol, smoking, sugar, ice cream, uh, something else. Whatever your addiction is. An addiction happens when you have free time and you don't know how to fill that space. You sit down on a couch. You look at the TV. You either go on your phone. You go on reality TV. Then you open a can of beer. Then you're six beers deep. That's how the addiction starts is there is a vacancy of time. So how do you overcome it outside of those three steps, which is recognize it. You need to You have to know when it comes up, replace it. And then here's the, the third or fourth step is that you have to sit and feel the pain of it overcoming you. You know, when, when I was overcome with the sugar addiction, like I literally felt it. It was like an emotional connection to sugar. So whenever the addiction comes up, you have to feel it and sit in it. And that's how you officially get over it is that when you have vacant time and you want to go on social media, you want to turn on the TV, you want to grab that, that beer can or that alcohol, that liquor or whatever, don't do it. Feel the addiction going through your veins, the emotion, the heart pounding, you sweating and sit there for half an hour, sit there for 20 minutes, an hour. For me, I sat there for pretty, between a half an hour and an hour and it was intense. That's getting over the addiction where your body says, oh, I actually don't need this. And then you fill it and your body says, oh, okay, thanks for filling the void. And then you consistently do that over time. So that's, that's a lot on addiction, your habits and routines. You have to top down question everything that you're doing if you are not getting to where you want. It's a simple formula. You have to just do a step-by-step every single day it's simple. It's not easy. It's simple. You know exactly what to do. It's not easy to do with Kobe and Jordan 
and all the greats, Elon Musk. You know, yeah, Elon Musk might be like this, this like brainchild, but he literally probably does the exact same. Jeff Bezos, he said he was being interviewed. He said he was literally trying to figure out a way to have an extra 45 seconds when he was brushing his teeth. That's insane. That's how packed his day was. He was trying to figure out how he can cut down brushing his teeth. On, and and it, so he has an additional 45 seconds in his day. That is amazing. All right. So if you have any questions, leave it in the, uh, the comments below. Shoot me an email. Go to icharles.com. That is capital I, charles.com. Or head over to YouTube. That's where I have my amazing YouTube videos. So have an awesome day. Talk to you guys soon.